five, four, three, two. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Away With Horse, the podcast is Shigabri Stories. And it's a Tati. Welcome back to another one of these. One of those. So today, I figured we just take it easy, talk about some things that's going on, whether with us personally or just some you know, trash news or not so trash news, whatever the fuck. We just see where it goes. Um, Episode might end up being short. It might end up being hella long because uh, we be going on tangents and stuff when we talk about certain stuff. So we just going to vibe out and see. Mm -hmm. But first, we're going to check in. Would you like to start? So, physically... I feel itchy. I have 14 mosquito bites and it's terrible. Yeah. And emotionally, I feel happy <laughs> at the moment. My attention is on all the mosquito bites <laughs> and just <laughs> trying to not scratch and trying to like. Figure out a way to uh, just. I'm just waiting for them to go away. And spiritually, spiritually, I feel fulfilled. I feel like I had a very successful like barbecue at my house yesterday, and everything was like fun and positive. So my spirit and everything just feels uplifted at the moment. Word. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Physically, I feel um, um, well, I'm high, so <laughs> just like my eyes and uh, I feel a little winded because I guess smoking. Um, and emotionally, I feel, I mean, like absolutely filled to the brim with joy so so much joy so thankful so much gratitude for that joy um my attention is currently on uh i guess my attention is kind of in a couple of different places as well as being really rooted in the present that's been something that i've been really really trying to keep track of um just making sure that i'm staying present uh because there's been some stuff going on as i'm kind of like finding myself kind of overthinking um about certain things or just like thinking too far ahead so definitely staying rooted in the present but my attention in other ways is on I'm going back to work very soon I'm very very happy about that so excited to be going back to work um so kind of just like you don't feel weird about it I feel like I'm gonna feel so like an alien um, I'm sure it's going to be a, I'm sure it's going to be an adjustment and, uh, in a, di- I mean, it's going to be an adjustment in a lot of ways. Uh, but I've done a really, really good job and I'm super proud of like these past few weeks, just being really intentional about, um, creating structure throughout Monday through Friday. Like even before I even found out when I was going back to work, cause I just met with my CEO this past Tuesday. So I didn't even know. But something in my mind just told me, like, intuitively, something just told me, like, let's start creating structure within your week again. So I feel mm-hmm. pretty prepared as far as, like, I've I've stopped now for at least a month just being, like, 
out in the wind like how I was before. Like when quarantine first started, like all the days just ran together. Didn't know what was what. Didn't time didn't exist. Um, right. But I've been super intentional about having structure in my Monday through Friday. And then this past two weeks, I've been really intentional about um, creating structure in every morning. So I think the only adjustment is going to be the actual wake up time because I I feel very um. I feel like I really want to maintain the quality of my morning. So that's, that means if I'm going to have to go to the office, it's going to be a lot earlier. Um, so I think that'll be the adjustment more than anything. Uh, and just, you know, the adjustment in the workload and in general, first of all, just going back to work at all is going to be different because I'm working yeah. on stuff. You know, I've got this podcast and another podcast and like I've been writing a lot so I'm like working on stuff but it's all very leisure so it's already going to be a little bit of a shock to the system to like have have like work work to corporate work to do and on top of that um I don't even know if I should say this on the air because I don't know who listens to it and I don't want to <laughs> I'm not gonna say that but basically I'm gonna be doing some more work than I was doing when I left so Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, definitely some changes to the, to the structure of the, um, uh, of our company and stuff due, due to just recovering from what's happened. Um, so I have to get used back to, I've always been like an on-call, uh, person at work as far as like my desk phone is, is connected to my cell phone. Like I'm always able to be in, to have people get in touch with me as far as work goes and my email mm-hmm. and stuff is on my phone. But start when I start back, it's going to be a little bit more intense, a little bit more like literally 24-7 work. Yeah. Kind of, you know. So that'll mm-hmm. be a little bit of an adjustment. And I'm I'm definitely looking forward to implementing some of the um, just some of the practices that I've been been intuitively guiding myself into. And I think it's going to be very helpful for me to just create organization and structure because that I'm going to need that desperately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, but overall, I'm excited. I'm very thankful. Uh, that was my attention. Spiritually, just like emotionally, I feel very full. I feel very um, filled with joy. I feel in sync. I feel like super in sync right now um, with just like source energy. And uh, so thankful for that. Like this, this week has been really, really good, really, really good. And today was just kind of like, today has just been a beautiful and amazing day. And I'm happy. Um, so with that, I guess, like, all right, because just because I feel like my heart to keep talking about that sort of thing, because I have a lot, I am shifting in so many ways as a human being. <laughs> it's like weird, and I'm, and I'm, everything happens the way that it's supposed to, because as I'm a human being, I'm also shifting into a person who's not like my past self. Like I'm not as judgmental as I used to be. I'm not as closed as I used to be. Cause if I would have been having these thoughts with the demeanor that I had, even a year ago, it probably would have been a challenge. I probably would have been like, just treating the fuck out of myself about like changing my mind about certain things, being in certain spaces about certain stuff that I've never been in before. Um, mm-hmm. today I had a moment with a close friend of mine, uh, who came to me for a tarot reading and we just had a very emotional, like positively emotional, um, very in tune, uh, moment with one another and just kind of like, 
I keep saying the word intuitively, but that's exactly what it is. Just like being guided from, from, from the inside, not really, not really planning on stuff, but it's just like, this is just what happened. And we prayed over our unborn kids and prayed for ourselves as uh, like the versions of ourselves that, that, that may one day be mothers. And we just had a very strong conversation about that today. And that made me feel very confident because I am coming into a space where I'm um, realizing that I do have the desire to be a mother at some point. And that is so, so different for me. And I think that all the time that I've had those thoughts for the past, like, I don't know, maybe it's been, it's probably been less than a year, but I think that I've always followed those thoughts with just like the apprehension and like, um, just feelings and thoughts of like, not only kind of treating myself like, bitch, where did this come from? You know, but also Mm -hmm. being like, just apprehensive about the type of person I am and if that aligns with motherhood at all. Like if I have anything in me that is that and if that would be beneficial or if I can do it, like, you know, just having those types Mm -hmm. of thoughts. And the conversation that I had with my friend today and the conversation that kind of swelled up within us and I guess conversations that I was having intuitively inside of me with myself and with source energy just felt so, um, it felt so confidence driven. You know, it felt very much like, uh, I don't know. It felt very powerful. And I'm very thankful for that. Cause even if I'm never a mother, cause even if I don't become a mother, I think that I just needed the comfort of not having that re- anymore, you know, not being rigid or being like, I don't want kids or I'm not that, or I'm not this type of person, you know, just being a little bit more mm-hmm. open, a lot, like a lot more fluid about it, you know? So I'm very thankful mm-hmm. for that. Um, yeah. I, I just feel like that's I feel like that, that, well, I don't know if you feel like this came from that, but I feel like with with the quarantine, that self-reflection was one of, like, the, like, the um, only, like, positive things I feel like that came from this quarantine is because I feel like having so much time, at least for me, I feel like it left so much time for nothing but thinking. Yeah, like thinking and like just figuring out like exactly what it is that you want, things that you don't like, things that you do like, you know, just giving you some sort, finding some sort of um, like direction or resolution or figuring out, you know, I feel like people kind of have more of like a a plan or a purpose now of what exactly they're about to do once mm-hmm. everybody can fully move around and do whatever they want to do. It's like, now it's like, man, you know, when I get out here, like, I'm not playing. Like, right, everybody's right. like, I know what I want, you know, whether it be romantically or financially or like career wise, I just like it definitely gave people a lot of time, a lot of much needed time to think mm-hmm. without having to feel like, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't right. have time to be sitting here thinking or dwelling or crying or, you know, just anything. Yes, definitely. I definitely think so, too. And I'm I'm, I'm super thankful for that. And, um, I just had this thought because I feel like I need to, I don't promote enough. Uh, mm-hmm. So for those of y'all that are still listening, because we only almost like 12 minutes in. I just want to take this time to say, if you are not already subscribed to yaymesh.com, please go ahead and do that. Lots of good stuff happening there. I also do a weekly newsletter there. So every Saturday, you get an extra little check-in from me. We also have a merch on the website. We have a way for the podcast. podcast. We have a way for the podcast shirts as well as another shirt um, with a tweet of mine on there. It's super cute. 
Uh, so go to yamash.com and do the things. And thank you. Um, anywho, yes, though, um, all of that. And I was saying that to say in this time with you saying, like, just having more time to kind of just, like, figure things out, it also created time for, like, organic, um, like, organic movement I would say like I think that when we're so busy like we have these ideas and things that come to us and it feels very much like like a checklist like everything just feels like a checklist I think when you have to go to work and you got like all of this all of all of these Mm -hmm. things to do like we had pre-COVID but in COVID for me at least I guess I can only speak for myself all of the ideas that have emerged, I've been able to let them organically kind of continue to grow out of me instead of mm-hmm. being like, oh, that's something I want to do. Let me write it down and then figure out when I'll have time to like give my attention to that. It's been like, okay, I had this idea. Maybe I wrote it down. I sit with it. I think about it. It's, it's just like, a, it's just like more of a flow, you know, because that's mm-hmm. how, that's how I came about with that t-shirt. Just being like, oh, that would be cute. And me actually being like able to just go through the motions very smoothly and not have to be like, oh, you know, I get off at four. So maybe I can call the guy who makes shirts at five, you know, just like right. all of that stuff. It's kind of just like, it, it was just very seamless and more of a flow. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that, definitely that. And definitely the first thing, the fucking, uh, just like the, uh, the having the time to to figure ourselves out one thing that i haven't been doing a great job at and i feel like it's for a reason um because i'm still in therapy and my therapist i have notes you know every time i have therapy and there are things that i'm that i'm like writing down so i can focus on in between the time that i talk to her next and i have not been doing that but i feel like it's for a reason just because all of that stuff ends up being intertwined somehow anyway, or at least that's what I noticed. But because at first I was like sitting down one day like, damn, I do not be going back to my notes. I do not be like holding myself accountable for uh, these things that, that me and my therapist agree on. But then they always seem to come back anyway. Like they always seem to come up somehow or I have to implement it anyway. So that's right. Tight. But at first I was like, bitch, you're not shit. Like, what's the point? of even going to therapy and you not even doing what the fuck y'all said you was going to do. But um, mm-hmm. it worked out, though. Uh, shout out to my therapist. Her birthday just passed. She don't know I know that. <laughs> but... She don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I put two and two together and figured out her birthday one time. But anywho. Crazy. I just like, look, I, fast, like I put two and two together and I figured out her birthday and her address. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Low-key, I probably didn't know what she was. But anywho. Um, so that was like my little spiel, but there's some uh, things happening in like life that are funny to me that we can talk about unless you have other stuff. Mm-hmm. I have things too. Okay. Do you want to start with uh Kanye West saying that he's running for president? <laughs> I did have that written down, so we totally can. Um. <laughs> What are your what are your initial thoughts and feelings? My about- initial thoughts was Kanye said this a while ago, a long time ago, yeah. that he was gonna run for president. And in and my initial thoughts at that moment was like a oh boy, like you know, like I was just like out. 
now in a post-Trump world, like the it's like I don't want Kanye to be my president, but I also it's like the 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 shock value of I'm running for president doesn't hold as much weight anymore because mm-hmm. of Trump. So it's like, and then and then in all honesty, because Trump is such a horrible person, it's like anybody else that I feel like is just has has a slightly even more decent just heart or compassion than him makes it like oh well he would have been better than Trump so it's almost like I don't have real feelings about it for real for real it's like I'm just like you know all I can do is pray that the world ends up in um responsible hands and um what's the word um capable and um what is the word I can't think of the word, but I just hope that the world ends up in capable hands. But Kanye running for president doesn't sound it sounds doesn't sound any more crazier than Trump. So I'm so it's like, right? That's the that's the door y'all opened. That's the door all y'all ridiculous white people opened. So anybody can do it. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> I um I I agree. I feel like it's kind of just like whatever. And to um, lean more into my woo, like I did before, like when the show first started, um, I feel very strongly there's something there's something energetic happening right now. And I feel like a revolution is happening. And I feel like once we get to the tail end of it, we're all going to realize that it isn't what we thought it was going to be. And. I'm more on that when I expound upon it on the inside because I don't even know exactly what I mean by that yet. But it's mm-hmm. like I have a strong feeling that we're in the midst of the revolution. The revolution is going to come to a close with us able to witness it. And it's going to be like, oh, this is this is better than what we had in mind, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like all of that stuff is at play. I think that I think that's something about and again, I'm going to meditate on this. All of this just came to me today. Something about the mockery that is being made of just like our government in general, um, not even just the administration that we, that we currently have, but just like the government in general, so much so that Kanye West can be like, I'm going to run for president and that just be a thing. Mm-hmm. Something about like this whole mockery of the system makes me feel comfort maybe comfort isn't the word maybe comfort but also just like it's there's like a good feeling in it something and and i think that it's all in a matter of just like the realization of how unneeded the system is um especially in the way that it is not that we don't need a system at all but just that people get things done and we've seen that firsthand with all of the things that's been going on it has been the petition signing it has been the uh, the people out on the front lines um, protesting. It has been the people that are creating the change that we need, especially as Black people. I think time and time again, we have been unfortunately subjected to a government that is not working in our best interest. And all of this time, of course, there's so long, to, so much of a ways to go, but that ways to go is really based on individual people. Like, 
in the grand scheme, we're in a great spot in comparison to where we're starting. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. like the only issues are based upon individuals' biases and thoughts and opinions and whatever. Um, why is there water leaking from? Oh my God. Sorry. Um, <laughs> weird. Anyway, um, but anyway, yes, of course, and I'm high, and I got distracted by some water leaking, and now I forget what I was saying. But basically, some, I just feel very good. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't matter. Like, some, yeah. like there's, there's some comfort that I feel in this idea of, like, it doesn't even matter, you know, in a way. It, and it's like, I know that it does matter, but I've seen the things that I've seen via social media and my friends, my close friends, shout out to Takia who came to Chicago from Atlanta to protest and protested in Atlanta as well. And just all the people that are just out doing the work, doing the donating, doing the petition signing, doing the cleanups, doing the looting and the cleanups and all of the things. I feel like there's so much stuff happening that is really uh, groundwork. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening on the on the high towers that, that we hope that it would happen in. We want people to be up at the top of the hill signing the papers that are working out for our best interests and they're just not. And there's something super confident about that. And when Kanye West had tweeted that, I just looked at it and was like, that's funny. But there is a flip side to it because there is a lot of aspects that do absolutely matter. And I saw a young woman and I was looking at it right before we started recording. So I didn't finish her uh, whole video, but she was just talking about just urging people to not vote for Kanye because mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know she was she was alluding to something and I feel like I know what she's saying but I don't really know the ins and outs of how it works um because I just don't I don't politic <laughs> I don't politics mm-hmm. um but basically she was saying like that Kanye West can split the vote and it'll end up hurting us right. you know so yeah. um now, we that, don't want that, that to happen that is definitely true because that's what I feel like when we're voting, we are definitely, you know, we're we're all a united front, like when we vote. Like our vote has to, you know, to to the best of our abilities, we all need to be in agreement on one person. Because yeah. putting the vote does Heard you know, us. it does yeah, it doesn't do anything. Like having two close runner ups doesn't do anything, you know, like good for us or whatever. So we do need to be united in the like yeah. who we're like we're going to pick. But as you were talking too, I was also thinking like with the whole Kanye running for president and like in a post Trump world, I've also thought I also had when I saw that he had tweeted that I also felt a little bit of how do I say like uh, I I felt a little bit of shame in a sense for how how much of a joke I feel like people take it when he says that or how how it was so like oh like why like I don't want you to like run for my president and then it's like I don't like I just feel like there's there should be if if Trump can be our president I feel like there should be no reason to honestly like what would be the problem in having somebody in the office that we honestly like you know, it felt like was a real person in a sense, how you were saying, like, you know, people get things done. And I think a lot of times, like in the government and like in these presidential campaigns and stuff, like we pick people, but we don't feel like 
we know them, which was the greatest thing about like Obama, at least for me, was that the right. way they ran their campaign was I feel like they went out of their way to make him real, to make him feel like we knew him. He was a real person. You know, he was everywhere. He was he was black. He was like in all the things like they you know, they they worked overtime to make him relatable. And I feel like, you know, Kanye West specifically might not be the best, you know, like person, but someone like of his caliber or like in his like uh, stance, like just because, you know, just because he has this history of being a rapper or being like an artist, you know, like that, that shouldn't like negate his, you know, ability to do other things if that's if that's genuinely where his heart and his passion was was at like yeah no sure i um for me personally what negates him for me is uh the the stances that he's taking as of recent and just like just the whole capitalism of it all and the whole like teeter teeter tottering on some anti-black shit a little bit But other than that, like when it comes down to it for me personally, and I know and understand that there's like so many fish to fry, but I always take an individual stance just because I have to be okay to do the work. Like if you point me in the direction where work needs to be done and tell me what to do, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? As far as like what the people are doing, like I said, the petitions, the the groundwork, right? Mm-hmm. But I have to be okay in order to do any of that stuff. So I tend to take an individualistic stance on all things. And when I think about that, when I think about like how I feel personally affected if fucking Kanye West runs for president, if Kanye West wins the presidency, if Trump is in this bitch for another four hours, I feel like fine. <laughs> you know, I feel like I can handle that. I'm okay. I'm not, I would not be happy with that by any means. And I know that that's not in the best interest for me or anybody that I love. But as far as my day to day and keeping myself sane and being able to push through and do work and I can do that. So in that sense, it, it, it really, it barely matters to me. Um, but yeah, I kind of I I do feel like the whole thing is just like a joke at this point. And I even saw before I got on the call to uh, Michael Che had posted uh, like I'm running for president too, and like it was like a slide, like a swipe thing, and then on the other side it said no joke, like let's get it. And I was just like, and I and if this was if this was the other way around, if Michael Che had said that first for some reason, which I feel like he's, I feel like he is joking. Number one, number two, mm-hmm. is obviously in response to Kanye West saying that he was running. But like, if somebody like Michael Che had been like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna run for president too since y'all doing whatever, I would mm-hmm. be like that. I would be like. I I agree with the young woman who was saying that we don't need to split the vote and like we need to fucking like buckle down and not fuck around and and vote for Joe Biden because that's in the best interest of us at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand that, but I feel like I would be having conversations like, okay, so how do we all though get on the same page about Michael Che? (laughs) Even though just like Trump, just like Kanye West, he has absolutely no background that would suggest that he would be a good president. But that would I I would be like, I'll rally around that. But anyway, that was just a tangent. Um I'm not trying to like talk too much more about that. But that was that. It was something uh, oh, something else that I found funny. I had saw 
um, the CIA was running ads, like, like literal, literal uh, ads that they were hiring. And mm-hmm. that is so funny. Like everything about Earth right now is is hilarious. Like <laughs> specifically America. Like what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like the CIA literally has commercials out right now. It's giving it's giving like military ad, like we want you type shit, but it's um mm-hmm. but, but it's corporate. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. people people in suits and people in offices and stuff. And I'm just like, what? The CIA are literal spies? That is not how spies are supposed to recruit. Like what? <laughs> like, is that what I I don't for whatever reason when you said that, like <laughs> when you first said it, my mind was like, Yeah. Like they probably are hiring. Like they need like clerks and people to like answer the phones and like work in the offices and do like their things. Like I was like I automatically thought about that type of stuff. Like I didn't even think about like actual, you know, like agents, like the people. Right. Like, people That's how ridiculous that doing, is. Like the field work. <laughs> like yes. I didn't even think about that. That's how ridiculous it is. But. So they have ads out or whatever, and that's funny. And to be fair, maybe they are talking holistically. Hopefully they are talking about a fucking receptionist because that is ridiculous. It's laughable. But yeah. um I was just I was just shaking my head at that. Like, what is this? <laughs> like Because I don't even understand how they could put that out. Because don't I mean, I guess don't give me the line because I don't really know, but I thought that like FBI and CIA and all that type of stuff, that's not something that you can just apply for anyways. Like you have to have like you have to have a certain amount of like credentials and things like behind you before you can even be considered for like that next step up. So it's like, why are you posting that? Like like how is that? But um what I was watching and I got I I was watching it on uh the Daily Show with uh Trevor Noah and he was saying that the CIA is getting desperate because they have to now compete with um Silicon Valley. Like lots of professional who would have been uh I guess would have had the credentials to do something like be a CIA agent or something else in the CIA are going into mm-hmm. the tech field and going into Silicon Valley these days. So I'm like, that's right. funny. That's still hilarious. But yeah, so that was that. Uh just wanted to bring that up because it was funny to me. And <laughs> uh what do you have on your list? I think that's all I had. And so one of the things like coming off of you know, today is July 5th. So coming off of the 4th of July and like I had a barbecue at my house and like we didn't um you know, we didn't call it like a 4th of July <laughs> like picnic or a 4th of July celebration, but we still had, you know, like a celebration and it made me think about just the complexities of trying to like balancing living in like you know like this world where like you know like you have all these knowledge and we know all these things now we know all these things that you know really were not beneficial to people of color period and reasons why Mm -hmm. we should celebrate like certain holidays but having to battle like these thoughts with also certain events that have now just become just tradition in your family like outside of 
you know, the actual like meanings and how it came to be. Like even when you think about something like Thanksgiving, like they've been, I, you know, people have been preaching about this for years and years and years. Like Thanksgiving is not a day to celebrate. Like Thanksgiving is was not a happy thing. Like, you know, this was a massacre. Like this wasn't like a fun moment, but it's like, after you, once you have these families, you know, or people that have been sitting down and having this dinner for like a hundred years or something, it's kind of like, I don't even feel like they, you know, like, I feel like people don't even, they're not even thinking about like what you're talking about. It's like, what we're talking about is we all have dinner on this day. Like, like, it's like, they don't even have anything, you know, they're not, uh, they're not connecting it like to the history. And I just wanted to know, Cause I've been trying to figure out where I stand on the matter mm-hmm. and like where, where I think I fall or like, how do you like draw the line? And then like, can you draw a line if you're not going to draw all the lines? Yeah. Like if you're, yeah. if you're not gonna flat out be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not celebrating none of these like white, like white men made like holidays or moments or like all these things that didn't have nothing to do with black people or that like, harmed us or oppressed us like do you do you have to like take the stance of I fuck all that shit or can you be like well like I still do this because this makes me and my mother happy right right um so a couple of things for me first of all genetics is very very wild because I did not grow up in a household with my biological father but I have that nigga's militants in my blood don't know how but from a very young age, I didn't, I questioned everything. I did mm-hmm. not, I was not the type of kid that just like, just went along without you telling me what the fuck we doing, you know? And that that was as a child. And then as a teenager, when I really got on my bullshit, because <laughs> when I was a teen, I didn't, none of that shit. I didn't, I did not, uh, I didn't Christianity. I didn't, I didn't none of the holidays without telling y'all some shit, like walking in there and be like, however, (laughs) like actually all the time. So I'm kind of in the sense of, I know that this is like probably a shock to a lot of people's systems, but for me, I'm kind of having the reverse um, experience where I'm trying to implement balance because I've already not been about none of that shit. Um, And when I was younger, it was very, harsh it was very like i'm here and i'm eating with y'all but y'all are gonna know what the fuck is going on or we're gonna talk about um the indigenous people on thanksgiving and we're gonna do this you know i was very like militant and like just like heavy and harsh and like girl relax you know and Mm -hmm. now i'm trying to implement balance where it's just like i can enjoy myself and then it's like we also have to understand the structure of the country that we live in and the system as far as like our work our work systems in a capitalist society everything is kind of structured around your work. And so these holidays and before COVID and we we're experiencing the 4th of July this year in a, in a pandemic where every day has been an off day for a lot of us for a long time. So it didn't feel as it usually does, which usually it is a day off, you know what I'm saying? And on a right. day off, especially in a black community, there's, there's uh that's really the celebration. The celebration is, is rooted in, Everybody in my family is off today, <laughs> you know, the, right. that's, it's kind of, it's kind of celebrated within the whole schedule of it all. And then also, of course, coming together and having a meal, just like black people just do. That's just what we do. Um, 
so for me, I'm finding the balance and like, I'm thankful for, for the militant 14 year old that I was, because luckily for me for a very long time, I just never even considered, I don't even think about like the origin of holidays anymore. You know, like when we have days off, cause now, you know, I do breeze giving every year now everything is centered around the celebration of the, of the tradition itself. You know, I'm not thinking about where it came from. I'm thinking about the traditions that have been built by us and that's our families. And now us rolling it over into our own traditions. Like I told you, I do breeze given. I have not worked on Juneteenth in five years. Every year I never work on Juneteenth uh, for the past five years. So there's just something that I create traditions for myself and, and try to bring my friends into and my family. But I don't even consider the actual origin of the holiday anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I I want to be on the side of celebration and not on the side of um of uh not to say that that we shouldn't remember those things and keep them in mind, but like if if, if for example, Thanksgiving is not about is not about any of that shit. And if I come across anyone, any indigenous people, which I don't know any personally, I want to be more on the side of celebrating them and understanding, helping them to understand that they are valued and that without them, this, this place ain't shit. (laughs) We wouldn't even have it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and that to me has nothing to do with days of the week or holidays or whatever. That's something that we should be doing in the presence of indigenous people. That's something we should be doing in the presence of black people. We should be talking about the fact that celebrating where we are from those, from those beginnings and things like that. So when it comes down to the actual day of holidays, even Christmas, because I don't, I, for a long time, I did not Jesus. I didn't Jesus at all. And, (laughs) um, and I still don't believe that Jesus was born on December 25th, but you know, that's, that's neither here nor there, but that's the thing. Christmas to me has nothing to do with that. Christmas to me is all of us are off. And this is a time that every year we give each other gifts in order to like show our appreciation for one another. And that's all it is for me. But everything else, I just needed, I just needed to get to a place of balance where at least I'm not angry (laughs) on these holidays. It's like we live, you know, living in like this like woke world, you know, quote unquote, where like everybody, you know, where like everybody, everybody knows everything and everybody, you know, wants to like teach everybody things. And I think there's anything wrong with that. But it's like you have this this mix of like the older generation that that's kind of like this ignorance is bliss type generation where yeah. they're like they're going with the flow of like what we're saying and also don't really want to hear that shit either like it's right. just kind of like you know like girl like we've been doing this forever like i don't need you to tell me you know i don't need you to tell me nothing like this is what we're gonna do i don't even need to hear it like don't yeah. bring it up and then you have the mix of people that are more like us who i feel like you know like we know the histories and like you said but it's really for us it's really just about the celebration of like our families like and our friends and stuff but then now you now and now that this group because this the group of people that were like fuck all that shit has like always existed but mm-hmm. now with like social media and just uh just tv and everything their their reach is so much farther and so i feel like they you you feel this amount of like shame or just just like unacceptance when you're yeah. not as strongly like on that like other line with them because like they're like 
no, like I'm not buying not one gift. I'm not going to sit in nobody's house and eating no turkey. Like I'm going to sit right here at the crib by my damn self because today ain't shit. And they make you feel like if you're not one of those people, then you're not really down with the cause. Like you're not really, you know, like you're not really on our team. Like right. you're not really trying to like make things better. Right. I think that it's important that we I think that it's important that we think um, that we be intentional about what does and what does not cause harm. Right. Uh, Celebrating is uh, is an act of love. It's an act of rebellion. It's an act of protest. I think that being in joy and in celebration is rebellious you know so i think that any chance that we have to celebrate whether it be on a day that the rest of the world is celebrating as well or not i think that we should do that and i think that we need to be intentional about what does and what doesn't cause harm because i do think that it is harmful for people to remain and not knowing so while i uh i i will i will squeaky clean my third eye to be like hey so just so you know this is the origin of this or this is why we don't say that or this is why we you know like I'm I'm all for that for teaching and being taught in those ways because I definitely I know that I don't personally want to be in the unknown I want to at mm-hmm. least know so that then we know how to navigate you know I think that it's harmful to not know and I think that it's harmful to allow someone to not know and I think that it's harmful to like um to 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 remain in ignorance if you have a way to not do that i think that that can be of mm-hmm. some harm but i think that there are also some other things that can be of harm you know of course like doing certain things a certain way um could be harmful i can't even think of an of an example but like like if we, like if on thanksgiving like we took like indigenous artifacts or whatever and like burned them and said like i don't i'm thinking of crazy shit but you know what i'm saying i think that there, right. is, there should be intention in the way that we celebrate so that we know whether or not it's harmful or whether other people would consider it to be harmful or we can hurt other people or whatever i think that if we are not like maybe re- like actual reenactments like right and stuff that people do like that could be considered like a harmful like yeah like ca- like cowboys and, like cowboys and indians type shit like that's really harmful i, I think yeah. that's insensitive and that's harmful but as far as just like celebrating each day i don't think that there's any harm in any celebrating especially on the days that we have off because they're national holidays uh, but I think yeah. that it's important that we just think about if you are one of those people that's kind of teeter-tottering, like, okay, do I celebrate or don't I? I think, A, you need to, like, look at yourself and understand what your values are. And if your values are aligned with celebration in any way or if your values are aligned with rest or whatever is of value to you and you're doing that based on your values and you just so happen to be doing that on a day that is a national holiday, I don't think that there's any harm in that. And that doesn't make you any less woke. It doesn't make you any less for the cause as long as you're not doing anything harmful. You're not on Juneteenth donating to to the KKK. <laughs> you know, right. It's like you, you're doing everything that you can for the cause, everything that you have the capability to do and the will to do and the, the willingness to do. But I think also just celebrating in a general sense. I think that there's no harm in that. And I think that uh, there's even less harm in it when you sit and you take stock on exactly what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know what the holiday is. You know the origins. And that's just it. You can just carry on, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably a good place on that. On that. Um, but then my other topic 
it's very <laughs> I feel like I went from like a super serious one to like super not serious um I like that <laughs> but I feel like this is uh it was a good topic to bring up with you specifically because you are like on record of not really rocking with these people like that so there was like I don't know if it was like all over the media or not but the shade room had posted that there was like speculation that Chloe Kardashian and Tristan had like gotten back together or were trying to like or trying to like work it out or something because I know like Chloe's birthday just passed so like he was posting like the shade room was posting like all this like loving like nice stuff that he was saying about her and then this woman I don't want to say this woman because she's a known person actually but I don't remember her name but she commented like a uh like another like figure like she had commented and was like basically said something along the lines of wow so we we were mad at Jordan for what now or something Mm -hmm. or like we were mad and that's how it be I'm the type of person that like I'm very, I don't, I don't necessarily like, like, or dislike the Kardashians. They don't really like, I've never really thought too much of them one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But when that specific situation went down and there was so much like, like anger, like towards Chloe for like her cheating boyfriend or for her being like, mad. like I was, I was very boggled at how people were like so upset with her for being upset with Jordan. And it made me think, I was like, so what we're saying is, I'm like, is the message that you're saying is that if your boyfriend cheats on you and you decide to work it out with him or something, that is the, he he's open. Like, you mean like that's green light. Like sisters, best friends, anybody can like make a mistake and fuck around with him. And you should not be able to be upset because he cheated on you before and you stayed with him. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, green light. I'm, like, or is this just more... I personally feel like it's more of the... The, uh... The we hate, like, Kardashian fan club type feelings is what I, like, I feel like it's coming from. Because I look at all these stories on the shade room. Like, all these, like... I'm constantly watching these constant, like, celebrity couples and all of their, like, cheating scandals. And he did this and he did that. Or, like, and watching all these Instagram girls, like wild out and do crazy shit like when their boyfriends have like cheated on them and then like they end up like right back with them and I've never seen this like I've never seen this type of stance or mentality directed towards any of those situations other than this one and where girls have been mad at the girls that they got that they boyfriend cheated on them with yeah that just a whole like cheating situation period like the girl Mm -hmm run the dog out or like being upset with the girl that her boyfriend like cheated on her and they don't uh-huh. even know these people half the time it's not even like they're like they know these people they be like strangers to them mm. but calling them out or like putting them on blast or like even like so many celebrity couples that we know that had that we know specifically that have been in cheating situations and the woman wasn't dragged for choosing you know to like work it out now and let me say this isn't even like a confirmed thing I don't know if they were really working it out or not but like the shade room was just like on some like guessing game type stuff mm-hmm. but 
for the celebrity couples that we do know for our facts that have been through cheating and have been through like all these things and then like chose to stay together or chose to like work it out I just don't recall it being this like well if you fuck your sister again that's on you bitch you know type of thing hmm what do I don't you think I don't have many thoughts about it i think that i, I mean don't know. outside of this specific, just in a general sense do you feel like if you're in a relationship and your boyfriend cheated on you mm-hmm. and then if you were to decide that you wanted to try to work it out with him or what you know like still trying to work it out with him or whatever and then you found out that he messed with like you know like one of your best friends or something do you feel like there are there there's still grounds to be mad at your friend or mad at your sister or do you feel like yeah it should be i think that i think that if if i'm cheated on by someone with someone that is close to me it should be both if if it's gonna be well i'm not gonna say should because you know you you gotta do based off of what you actually feel but yeah, I think if 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 there's anger, this should be towards everybody. <laughs> right. At, at that particular point. Like, but I think that yeah. Yes. <laughs> that I don't I don't I, I think I'm thinking too hard. I'm high, sorry. But yeah, I think it should be I, towards that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be like dogging my friend. Uh but you know what? I've been in a situation similar and I expressed to both of the people my disappointment and that I was ups- that I didn't like them but I'll be honest energetically like something inside of me like when I when I kind of like got back got back close with him, well not close but when him and I started back like communicating with each other again that felt okay it felt like okay we can work it out we can talk it out we can figure it out but i never again had had the desire to be friends with the girl again so but it's like i didn't dog her you know what i'm saying i wasn't like dogging her but like i just didn't want to be her friend anymore but i did give that give the guy another chance you know for for all intents and purposes i did like let him back into my life so I don't know, but it's like, I don't know, but it's like, it was really just like, I don't have the desire to talk to that person. And it really, from at the time, I think that I said it out loud and I don't know if it really was this, but at the time I kind of chalked it up to like what I expected of people. And it was like, I didn't expect much out of that nigga, <laughs> to be honest. It was mm-hmm. just like, he wasn't shit, quote unquote, wasn't because I don't like to say that but like as as a as a friend and a, and a potential partner to me he wasn't the best already so him fucking my friend wasn't like it wasn't like so off like it, it wasn't so off base it wasn't as off base in my mind as it was for her to fuck him like I expected mm-hmm. more out of her and so I think that the hurt that I felt was really more towards her I really mm-hmm. felt like he is he is the nigga that he is. He is the nigga that I know him to be. And if it's in front of him, I'm not gonna put it past him to take it. I'm just not. But the but you offered it. 
you gave it to him. You let it happen. You know what I'm saying? And that right. to me, as I'm as I'm think as I'm going back to that place and thinking about it, I I think that that's what it was. And I don't I can't speak for Chloe or any other woman. And that wasn't even a relation. That wasn't even an actual relationship that I was in. So I know that that can be a little different as well. But I don't know if it's that. And 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 hopefully that's not the case. That's kind of like I hope that women are not in relationships with men that they just. Be, think so lowly of their character where it's just like well you know i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past but but in chloe's instance where people are saying like well bitch you the dummy that took him back he had already cheated on her so maybe she did kind of have that even like subconsciously you know maybe it wasn't something that she was thinking up front or outwardly or even in the front of her mind but maybe subconsciously she didn't really expect much out of him but she expected more out of her you know so I don't know. That's what I went through at least. And I, I just, all of that stuff just came to me just now. I just remembered all of that. Cause you know, we like to suppress, but no, um, that, that whole, that scenario, I used, I would talk to our producer, me and our producer, Michael would talk about it all the time. And just like when it all first happened, mm-hmm. which is how like just irritated we were with people's comments and just things, because we were just like, we listen to these stories all day long about like guys cheating and just all the things that like couples go through and just like all this stuff that we know. And then it's like this one, like it's like this one story came out with a person that y'all don't particularly like. And it's like all the, like all the shit that like all the logic and all the, all the love songs and all that shit. It's like, just went out the window. It's like, people just became like, I don't know, just like completely different people than how they they are in like their real lives. Yeah, like I think that's very human. Like just took it as like a. It was, and then and then it's like, well, never mind. That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Enough on that. But no, it did just. And I don't like the message because I more than anything, and kind of like what you said, I'm I stand for female relationships more than I stand for you know like romantic like male relationships and stuff and I and and I've never even like dealt with anybody that I just really just it's not like on like a boyfriend type of level that I just Mm -hmm. felt like oh who knows what that nigga do but right and I've never so I've never even been in that type of predicament but I just I put so much weight on my female friendships and on my just friendships period because of how probably because of how unsuccessful other ones are like mm-hmm. there's so much like you know and how much you know my friendships stand the test of time like I've had to yeah. stay friends pretty much my entire life so it's like one of them letting me down now granted with that I wouldn't be giving that nigga another chance either necessarily I don't think you know not especially not like you were like my boyfriend and stuff like I don't know I don't know how I would like operate that per se mm-hmm. but I do understand how you can fall into that um you know by me you know I have a child and when you're co like uh you know if you get into it with your significant other and your co-parenting it's kind of like if you want to have a happy existence it's like you're forced into being cool with each other like yeah. finding a way to be cool and be friendly and be friends and and I and I feel like in that space if if there's still love 
it's like you'll you you run the risk i feel like of always like breaking up getting back together like breaking up getting back together because you're not allowed to make a clean break yeah you're not allowed to be like i'm not talking to this nigga no more or uh, you know or like i'm not talking to this girl no more just like right you know you're not you're not allowed that you're constantly in a space of like huh how can we be friends again like how do i figure out a way at least i know you know i I don't never personally have those issues, but it was always important to me that me and my child's father were friends. Yeah. Like we were like cool or whatever. But anytime I read stuff on social media, that's about like, uh, like a celebrity or, um, a public figure. And I feel like in the thoughts or our opinions of what somebody's saying is something that's completely void of like, realism or like a yeah. realistic like like stance like I just be like what the fuck are y'all talking about <laughs> like this is not this is not real life and yeah. but I'm like that with all things like movies tv shows like when I'm watching things I always my thought process be like but if that happened in real life <laughs> like you would, yeah like, you would understand that or like you would like you wouldn't like trip or if that happened in real life you would be pissed Right. So it's like don't let that shit be okay just because it's on the computer or something. But the thing is everybody's real life is so different and a lot of times our real life is different from what we think it is cuz even now that I just opened that can of worms talking about that I'm just thinking like had you had somebody sat me down and been like okay in a year this is going to happen like your friend and and the dude that you are messing around with are gonna have a thing. I would have been very. I, I feel like I would have very calmly and, and easily came to the conclusion in my mind that I wouldn't mess with neither of them. That that was right. like very disrespectful. That I'm not the type of person that you even have to do that to. You don't have to lie to me. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to be anything but yourself with me. And I give so much room for people to be that that I cannot even fathom that type of behavior towards me or against me I should say like cheating on me or lying to me at all like I don't get it I'd be like I am so cool and accepting guys like what did I do to make you feel like you can't be your whole self even when part of that self is ugly and that you might do something that's really like shameful you know like Mm-hmm. I take pride in 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 uh creating a safe space within like my, my whole being or whatever but I gotta understand that's from my perspective you know so who knows? But if somebody would have told me that before, I think I would have been like, oh, no, no connection is worth me feeling that way. Feeling the pain of being like, why do you, why did you lie to me? Why did you, like, nobody is worth that. But him, my stupid ass. And I feel like that, and I feel like that is, you know, and that's like your prerogative like that. And that's really what like I was getting at by even bringing the topic up in the first place was mm-hmm. how as the not to say like victim but like as like the wrong like it's like it's the wrong party it's like you have every right to manage your feelings and emotions however you so you know like see right to do so you yeah. know and then if like and then like it's like over time like if things change or like a year later two years later or whatever like if things change it's like you you should not be crucified for 
your like decision you know for like your like your new decision or something like yeah. like how you're saying in your in your case how you were willing to get like after time passed later you were willing to give the guy like another chance and it's like if the friend were to like you know pop up like so what the fuck so we can't be friends no more but it's like you kicking it with him and it's like yeah because I don't right. want to like yeah. Because you don't have to harbor ill feelings for somebody to be like, yeah, but I don't want to hang out with you. Right. Like, and I'm I think that that's the part. That's the hurting part that's, you. That's the part that's difficult. That and has been difficult for me, especially in that situation. Because I've felt a lot of shame. Like, I felt like that whole situation flipped into me being apologetic. I didn't do shit to nobody. <laughs> and it whole, the mm-hmm. whole thing flipped into me feeling a lot of remorse because I felt like a bad friend. I felt like the bad friend, you know? And mm-hmm. I really, it's to this day, I still think that shit pops up in my head a lot where I'm just like, damn, I don't, I really had a person who I call my friend and I have no connection to that person. I don't know what she's out in the world doing, like at all, you know? And... Mm-hmm. While I feel immense peace with that, because whatsoever happens is good, as Osho says, and I truly believe that, I do have to go back and forth sometimes and, like, get myself off of the ladder of negative self-talk sometimes where I'm like, girl, you're fine. You know, like, everything's fine and everything is happening exactly as it should. And if, if anything else was supposed to happen with that connection or is supposed to happen with that connection, it would organically, you know? So, anywho... But um, yeah, and I, I do agree with you though that that it is of that person's prerogative how they want to go about it, and and it should be yeah. it should come from an honest place. Like I would I would not like the feeling of like forcing myself to be friends with someone that I genuinely didn't have interest in being friends with just because just to make it even. Like, well, I forgave him, so let you know. Like, it's not right. it's not that. And it's you not know? always about forgiveness either. Right, because I do not forget, always. I forget them both. Yeah, I feel like I, I only because I've been in this, and I, I mean, I can't literally recall moments, but I know I've been in situations where it was like, uh, how the fuck you mad at mad at her, but you not mad at him, you know, or right. like why are you? But I feel like that comes from the situation. Like I feel like I feel those types of feelings when like you're watching a movie or watching a show or something and the girl finds out her boyfriend's cheating and she go and she ready to beat the bitch ass like she right. hunt her down ready to go fight her ready to do this and that but her and the nigga still kicking it like you know right. like everything with them still like moves smooth and i feel like that's when those types of like feelings come up with the like what is wrong with you like yeah. how are you no yeah when it's, when it's that uneven i definitely yeah. i i definitely fall more in the way of like you wilding like you just you just want to fight a bitch because yeah. like, like what you feel like yeah. you couldn't knock out your nigga or even like years later not even years later it gotta be years later but just time later if you're still actively out in the streets like no fuck that bitch she fucked my you know like just right people, like putting all this like dirt on her name but you're referring to the chick that fucked with the guy that you're still with <laughs> like, yes yes that's when, like you know if you letting it go you gotta let it let it go and I letting agree. it go can look any way you so choose yeah i agree i agree that's yeah. a really i had like one other one but i feel like that would turn into like i want to turn into like a long situation um jada in august oh shit <laughs> in august i've seen it okay um, let's let's do a quick take well uh, actually jada uh, i don't know what's what 
I sh- okay, I'm gonna look at the time and make sure we don't go too far. But I do want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. Um, I mean, mine's just quick. I just think I my thing because like it's like who know like I don't my thoughts really isn't about like if it's true or if it's not true or anything like that. I just feel like it was lame <laughs> to to like announce it or to like tell people because I had posted on my Instagram like August is lame and I had a lot of niggas like comments on it and was like so would he be lame if he was a girl or if he was a woman or da 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 and I'm like yeah (laughs) he would still be she she would be lame as fuck I'm like because to me it would have been it would have been better I would have accepted it more if he told us and it was like and it was a secret like if it was like a I was in love with Jada and I thought she was going to leave Will and I was just with her for years and years and like she was stringing me along and I had to get out of that toxic you know like situation like I would understand that that sounds better than telling somebody that's not what he said no not what I what I read what I saw what I heard was him saying everything was cool like Will oh. knew I had his permission. I was in that situation. I, 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 I was in love. Like everything was like cool. And then it was like a my sister passed. And for me, I felt like I needed to like, you know, move on from this. Like I want to be able to, you know, I took it as like him saying, like, I wanted to be able to have a real relationship with somebody. Something that right. goes beyond just being like the side nigga. So right. I moved on from that. So to me, it's like why it's like it felt like you're telling married people's business. <laughs> like that's what yes. it felt like. Yeah. Like uh, if you knew, if everybody knew and everybody was cool and everything was copacetic, and then you decided one day, like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. So you stopped. <laughs> like, why are you telling us? Yeah. No, I agree with that. I feel I felt a lot of mixed, I feel mixed about so I feel mixed because I the whole the phenomenon of celebrity is so strange to me. Like, I do not understand why we are allowed to know this. I don't even get it. I don't get it. And it's like, it's like a genuine thing. Like, people's jobs are to interview people so that they can tell us personal. It does not make sense to me. I don't get it. So in that way, I always feel like, what? I feel that way about everything. Like, why are you telling us this? Like, why do we know this about you? We shouldn't. Right. Mm -hmm. But so in that way, I always feel that way. But I also felt like, I also, and, and everybody don't operate like how I operate. Now, when I am fucking with someone heavy, when I'm fucking with someone enough, because I talk a lot, and y'all know from this podcast, I have said many things that I probably did not need to say, but- I am a writer by by trade and by heart and by soul and by passion. And that is what I do. And a storyteller at that as well. And that is what I do. My name is not Stories for no reason. So when I am fucking with somebody on a certain level, I make sure that they understand like, hey, I need you to give me verbal consent or, or your verbal lack of consent to not talk about the things that we do or to not talk about our situation or mm-hmm. our dating life, our romantic life. I need you to tell me that you do not want me to do that or else I'm telling you right now that I'm certainly going to do it. <laughs> and yeah. I think that that's really important is if you are a quote unquote figure or especially in this day and age, because the fact is 
on there are so many different levels of celebrity now because of social media so i just be on my own story with my little 1300 followers and i'll be i might be like yeah so you know last time i was getting my back blown out or whatever the fuck and I might be fucking with a nigga who just be like, I don't want you talking about that. You know, I will never say anybody's name, but you know, but they still just might not want that, you know? So anyway, right. I say all of that to say, I feel like, I feel like everybody reserves the right to tell their story. And I think that if, if this is true, if this is how August said it, I think that Jada needed to understand that as a couple being him and her, he is an individual within this couplehood. And just like she's entitled to her story, he's entitled to his. And that includes whatever he wants to do with it. As far as like coming and talking to you about it first, I don't think that there's a, a matter of like, she shouldn't be upset with him or she shouldn't, I don't think it, I don't think that at all. I think that you should, you can feel however you want to feel, but I think that you, there's an understanding that needs to go into the fact that like, when you are involved with someone, this is just as much their story as yours. So if they go and they tell somebody their perspective of their story, like that just is what it is. Like, I just don't, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like that hung, like if we needed to know it at all, I didn't feel hung up on the fact that he told it. Cause I don't even understand why we need to know it. I don't understand why that's a thing, but I wasn't that's upset with him giving us his perspective of that story. And I wasn't, I saw a lot of people just talking about the, um, just kind of like clowning will like let's say let's again all of this is allegations all of this is just august we don't know the 100 percent truth of anything and we never will um more than likely mm -hmm. but if it was true the way that people were talking about will like he was like a simp ass husband or he was a punk or whatever like i'm i'm kind of just over people's closed-mindedness and not understanding that there's a thousand different ways to be in a relationship and there's a thousand different ways to be married and i think that what three consenting adults do is fine if everybody is alive yeah. in the way that he said that they were if if she's like husband and this is my partner and we and somebody had put up that clip of her saying like i don't care if i'm on this side of the house with somebody and you on the other side of the house with somebody else we're gonna be in this house if that is the way that their marriage operates and they say like okay all i want to know all i want is permission all i want is to be able to like bring this nigga to you and you give me the give me the head nod like i bet if that's how that marriage works, that doesn't make him any type of person. That makes them grown as, respectful as. That's actually so much of an act of love that y'all don't even understand. Because so many people are are in marriages and in relationships in general and su su suppressing urges because of the grip that monogamy has on certain people who don't, who aren't naturally monogamous i think that that is a choice but i think that it is also something that's innate and i don't think that people should like i don't think that sh people should have to be monogamous just because that's what their partner wants i think that they should be monogamous because they are monogamous so if will and jada are not monogamous people and they're in a relationship with each other and they agree to have their relationship the way that they want to have their relationship there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion yeah, no, I don't think whatever, whatever, however they have figured out to make their marriage work is like, you know, like, I don't really care if, if you're happy, then you're yeah. happy. like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I only feel ways about open relationships and marriages when it's kind of like in the sense of how you're saying 
uh, people try to force themselves to be monogamous because their partner is monogamous, or just like people try to force themselves to be in open relationships because exactly. that's what their partner wants. Exactly. It's like, those are the only cases when I'm looking at it like, what, what are y'all doing? You know, yeah. but if everybody is really happy on the same page, it's like, it's cool. And then it's also like you said too, you know, when you deal with somebody, it's their story too. And you can't yeah. control, you can't physically control people. Even yeah. when you do like people sign NDAs, they do all this stuff, but you you really cannot control another human being and what they say and do. Like yeah. you're not in control of them. So it really comes more down to it. Like when I said he was a lame and I'm still in agreement with that. Um, and like other and women that do things like that, like when they be taking pictures and like when girls used to do like taking the pictures while the nigga was sleep, like the different like celebrity guys, they would be and like posting them. It's like, all that shit is lame. But at the end of the day, it's like, you have to pay attention to who you're dealing with and who you're messing with. And you have to make sure that you're, you know, to the best of your abilities, figuring out who you're allowing in your space. Yeah. And making yeah. sure that it's someone who's um, who's importance of like their privacy and all those things like aligns like with yours, right? Because yeah. August has every right, you know, to say whatever he wants to say. It's like you you have to do your best to know like mm, this nigga young, <laughs> he, right? <laughs> on top of that, he's he's seemingly a little emotionally damaged. Yeah. Um, like he had, he's, he's, August Alcina has a very like troubling like story and past and just all the different things that like he's gone through and like losing his sister. Like he seems like he's very much so, you know, like unstable in a sense. Yeah. Like watching the little clips that I did see, I never watched the whole thing, but the little clips I that like I this. did see, it was, it was sad almost. Yeah. Like I was listening to him and looking at him and just like he just doesn't seem like he's in a healthy space yeah and that's another thing that if this were true jada and and will should have taken into consideration right (laughs) like i don't know if this is the best (laughs) type of person we should bring into this situation yeah like you don't need you need to happy people need to mess with other happy people (laughs) like don't you know but mm-hmm. people also call it Jada a predator too. <laughs> they were like, oh no. They were like, not like in like uh like you know too young way, but just saying that like he was young, like he's like just saying that they that she they were like she preyed on someone who was like emotionally weak or whatever. Right. They were like they were like she groomed him. <laughs> they were like she groomed Damn. him to be her side nigga when he wasn't strong enough to like know any better or whatever and I was like and I'm not even saying that's wrong because who like who really knows I'm like yeah like yeah we'll never know yeah it's like who really knows I don't I don't know what happened I'm like my whole point is just that I shouldn't have known anything I should not have known this (laughs) that is how I've been married for how long like it's crazy too when people, when other people come out and speak on things that's uh, a part of like another person's like relationship, yeah. I feel like regardless to what you're saying or if I believe it's true or not, I'm automatically damn near in my head not trying to hear that shit because you're not, you're not the like source, and I don't want to hear from somebody else like what you know, like what's going on in somebody else's like relationship. 
Like right. you gotta tell me. People been was speculating. People, especially niggas, would always be like, "You think Jay Z not cheating on Beyonce?" And I would be like, "No, I don't. Like, yeah. why yeah. should I think that? Like, they've given me no reason to think that. Like, that's none of my business." And I never, and I would have went to the grave saying that until Beyonce and Jay Z told me themselves. Right. Exactly. Like, and yeah. that's the only way. I'm going to definitely give something, you know, validity like that. It, it's it's so funny that you call him a lame because I was sitting here thinking like, yeah, gee, like I would, it's, there have been many times, I mean, many times, like I be talking, I, I, I do the whole consent conversation with people that I frequent, but there have been niggas, specifically niggas that were passerbys that I, they, they so fucking lucky. I'm not the type of bitch. Like, like, I'm just not the type of person to be like, so just like stirring up the pot in any way. Cause I do think that's lame. <laughs> I think that's definitely lame to go and be like, so this particular person, this is his name. This is the, this is like, I don't go into detail about anything or say nobody's name on purpose, but niggas are really And we all know those people. We've all been in those circles or, or like half or like been around the girls, or at least for, for me, like been around the girls that are coming around and be like, yeah, like I, I fucked him. It was da 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 you know? And if you're not my close friend that's telling me this, yeah. like, I'm gonna listen to you because I'm human and it's like, oh, okay, what's the gossip, you know? But right. I'm still walking away from that situation like, yeah, that girl runs her mouth too fucking much. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. it's still not. It's still not cool. It's still not. I was like, whatever, girl. Thank your lucky stars, boys, that I do not be talking like that. Not your lucky stars. However, this is as good a time as ever to go ahead and wrap it up, because I have to pee. Um. So, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, wrap it up for real. Because what if Jada was also pregnant? It would have been real wild. But oh no. <laughs> um. Please uh, follow us, uh, subscribe to us if you're not subscribed, and uh, convince your peeps to subscribe to us as well. Rate and review this podcast on on wherever you're listening to us, please. We greatly appreciate it. And follow us at Where We Were the podcast on Instagram. You can find me there at Brie Stories and at Brie underscore Stories on Twitter. And you can also find Tati at A Tati on Instagram and at Hey Tati on Twitter. And you can find at MJM Kid. And at moments underscore stew on Instagram as well. And that is just a cute little plug for you girls because you should be following them, girls and boys. <laughs> and I think that is all it for me. Any other closing words, Tati? No. All right, y'all have a beautiful week and we love you so much. Everybody say bye. Bye. bye.